YOLO. You only live once. Life is too short. And yeah, I keep saying that because I realize the importance of life and uh, it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be worrying about a, about a job, about a career, but it affects us and we cannot control that. I was talking to a friend last weekend. Uh, she was in a terrible situation at work. I mean, she's a, she was an, she's an employee and uh, her boss He's literally harassing her, uh, not sexually, but mentally. I mean, she lost totally her confidence. She doesn't even know how to write an email to exactly what she said to me. And I was like, oh my God, not you. No, it's not possible. But I remember, I remember that I was in this exact same situation. So I gave her my advice and I I gave her my feedback, knowing that I've been through this and it will pass, and you you have to take control of this. And um, if if you cannot change the situation, you have to go. And she said, "Yeah, but I need a job," and that's the problem. Like what happened to me in two thousand and fifteen. I was working for a big studio, a dubbing company, actually. And, you know, it was really challenging for me. I was in charge of the sales and uh, super complicated because it was really technical. So what I was selling was the um, the dubbing and all the lab work that we can do on a, on a production. And knowing that I'm not very good at all these technical matters, I had to learn everything. But when they hired me, they knew, but they, they also knew my potential in terms of uh, networking, in terms of uh, pitching, and in terms of having this big network of, of partners and friends that I can bring to the company. That's why they hired me. So I, I said, okay, I can trust myself. I'm going to learn and I'm going to learn step by step. But it was super, super challenging. My boss was good really patient with me but then when he he hired the other salesperson we were in the the same office I mean it's important to know how the room was I mean my first when you enter the room there was my desk and then next to my desk there was the desk of uh, my colleague the other salesperson another woman and in the back of the room the uh, the desk of the um, director's assistant and in the back with a closed door the um, the office of the uh, director so we were all working together so he hired this lady and uh, as soon as she arrived we saw that she was completely crazy and I'm <laughs> I'm saying that on purpose because you know she was really insane and I knew it was going to be challenging for me I mean as soon as she saw me, she saw me as a competition and I was the complete opposite of her I mean she was blonde white and a little bit older than me and me I was you know a brunette uh, skinny mother of two married happily married and she was not married no even single no kids and everything that I have she I guess she wanted to have because I mean that was part of the problem so she saw me as a competition and as soon as I understood that I saw I saw the mess that was going to start. So most of the time, the director of the company, I mean director, when I say director, I mean the head of the sales, he was like 
super busy, so we understood, and he was one of the co-founder of the company, so he was super busy, so he didn't have time to train me, so he said, okay, well, you can learn from her, she, she's experienced, she's been working in the dipping industry for many, many years, and, you know, in front of him, she was super kind, but as soon as he left the room, she was so different, completely insane, I mean, I never met a woman like that. What she did first, you know, you need to know that I'm originally from Morocco, but I'm French. And my other colleague, the uh, assistant of the uh, head of sales, she was from um, Algeria. From, and uh, we were talking, me and the sales assistant. And then she arrived in the room and she said, okay, you, you, you're not allowed to speak Arabic in this office. And believe me, we were speaking French. And I said, what? And I, you know, then I laughed. I thought she was kidding. And I was like, you know what? Even if we wanted to, we can't because we don't speak the same dialects. She's from Algeria and she comes from uh, the Berber a tribe and they speak a special, specific dialects. I don't know. I won't understand what she would say. But anyways, we are French. But uh, add to the uh, insane aspect of this woman, she's also racist. And when, I, when we told her, you are racist, she said, no. No, I'm not a racist. I have a, a cousin who's from Afghanistan. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then it increased because she made, she started to make some, um, you know, trying to spread some rumors about me because, you know, when she didn't manage to explain me the work, I had to, to wait for the head of sales and he... I, I, you know, I was waiting for him as soon as he ended his meeting. So I went to his office and then he explained me how to make the quotes. And we spent a lot of time together in, in his office. And she was like, oh, what are you doing there again? I'm like, okay, I'm just learning, <laughs> whatever. And then, you know, he was living not far from me. So when it was late, he said, do you want me to drop you off? And I said, yeah, sure. But and then she, <laughs> the day after she was like, oh, so... You are you're always going uh, going home with him. <laughs> That's very suspicious. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, but then the the weirdest thing happened, and it was the first time in my life that it happened to me. She one day in the morning, you know, I arrived before her, was sitting on my desk, and then the door opened, and I saw a big plant. She was carrying a big plant that she put on her desk between my desk and hers on the top of her desk so she cannot see my face I mean the plant was big and uh, I'm, I'm just looking for the picture I'm like I have a picture of this plant but I don't know where I put it I maybe I delete it because I don't want to have uh, any bad memories of what happened to me I mean so then I when the boss came to the room he was like oh what's that oh I have a new plant I say okay but but she put, she definitely put this plant because she didn't want to see my face. And it, it was clear, it was obvious. And then one day I arrived after her, I was like, I said, good morning. And then I sat on my, at my desk and I was like, behind the, the plant, I saw her po pointing her middle finger. And I, <laughs> I made sure that she saw, that I saw, and then she she um, she hide uh, she she hide her fingers, and I was like, okay, it's going too far. So, I, uh, you know, I, and I realized that um, it's been it, it was going on for for many many months, and um, you know, I realized that I changed, my personality changed because I was under a lot of pressure, 
and she was literally harassing me. And I, you know, every time, you know, it was long days of me not understanding everything that I was doing and trying my best, bringing some clients, working. And every time I went home, it was super late and I was so exhausted and I was not happy. And every time I was at home, I was angry all the time. And it was affecting my family and my relationship with my husband. I was always complaining, always talking about work and even during the weekend I kept talking about this um, crazy lady and uh, and at some point I was like come on they should do something so I talked to the HR I talked to my boss and he was he was like he didn't treat that I mean he I, I guess he didn't know how to treat that but it was his responsibility and you know knowing that you have two ladies who are not getting along and you have this crazy chick who who is openly racist and who is bringing a plant in the office because she doesn't want to see my face I mean you should deal with the problem and he he tried he um, you know he had a meeting with both of us but then the situation was worst and one day I came to his office I was crying because I was literally, literally having a nervous breakdown because of her and but nobody was doing nothing I mean nothing because everybody was laughing I mean they they found like it was a joke you know everybody was making jokes about the plant and every time I was talking to my colleagues they were like oh the plant is still there although oh my god that's so crazy yeah that's crazy but that's not normal that was not and uh, yeah at some point what I decided to leave I had to leave the company because it was for my my own sanity I mean you I couldn't be there. I, I could, it's not healthy. It was not healthy. So I had to leave. I left the company and I, I'm really resentful to the fact that uh, they didn't take any action. It was their responsibility, but they didn't care. I mean, and me, I stayed one year in this company, but after a while, I mean, I didn't have any other opportunities behind. But I decided to leave, to quit, because, you know, I, as I said, I was angry all the time. I was tired. I was complaining and it was not good, not healthy, so I decided to leave. And uh, but you know, I managed to be okay because I after a few months I found another job opportunity. But I, what I want to say is that we shouldn't be living this kind of situation. We shouldn't be under that pressure. We should. I mean, it's only a job, and life is more than that. It's not about having a job. It's about ha being happy, being healthy. And if you're not happy in a situation, if you feel like it's not healthy, you have to go. You have to change things. And that's why I said YOLO. You only live once. And if your life is miserable, I mean, most of the people that I know, my, my people, my my family, my friends, when I said I'm going to leave, they said, no, come on, you have a contract and it's a very stable company, you, make, you, you have a salary, you're an employee, you have a lot of advantages on this, in this company. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not, you know, I'm not compromising for salary or for some uh, like uh, parties that they have in the company and having my lunch with my colleagues. I don't care about that. I will find it elsewhere. And I want to be happy in my life, not at work. If I at work, I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my life. So I took the risk because 
again, I had a, I have a family, I have two kids, and we cannot survive with only one salary, but I took the risk, so I had to leave. But again, I mean, it's the responsibility of the HR, the responsibility of the uh, the boss, I mean, the head of the, the company and the head of the sales who knew the situation was happening under his nose and he didn't take any action because for him it was, he was, um, you know, I was not the one who was making a lot of fuss and he was more afraid about this lady than me because he was afraid of his her crazy behavior and instead of uh, act, uh, reacting to that and taking some action, he decided to Oh yeah, to let the quiet one go, so the situation will be better. But after a while, I heard that she left the company as well. So yeah, uh, we shouldn't be uh, we shouldn't be unhappy at work. And again, it pays because after you know a few months of stress of looking for another job, I found a job, and we can uh, we can do that. And uh, yeah, I know sometimes yeah. The, um, the situation can be cannot be perfect, and we should we shouldn't be looking for for the perfect job. But there are some situations that we cannot accept or tolerate. So this situation was really crazy, and it was once in my life, and it will never happen again. And this is what I swear. And I said, okay, my life is short. My life, I want to be happy, and I want to be in a healthy environment. So if it's not, I live. I move forward, and again. If it's challenging, if it's stressful, it will pass. It will pass, and this is what I what I learned in my career. And after this situation with this lady, I found another company, and I had another story to tell. So I will tell you in another episode. So thank you and yolo.